Archie Chen, the pianist, who is going to be the piano soloist and chamber music collaborator with the Spokane String Quartet in their concert, their second of their season, which is this Sunday at the Fox at 3 o'clock. He'll be joining the Spokane String Quartet for Dvorak, so it's appropriate that he brought in Dvorak. He's at our piano, and before the hour is over, we will have heard five of the Dvorak waltzes. We hear two right now uh, from the Opus 54 group. We hear waltz number one and waltz number four to our studio and Archie Chin playing Dvorak waltzes.
Live in our studio, pianist Archie Chin playing two of the waltzes from the Opus 54 group by Dvorak, um, number one and number four uh, of those. Uh, and so um, Archie Chin then joining us in the studio, Archie Chen, who will be playing the Dvorak second piano quintet with the Spokane String Quartet on that Sunday afternoon concert at 3 o'clock at the Fox. So, good morning, Archie Chen. Thank you. When was the last time you were on our radio station? I guess it was maybe when we recorded your kids for that, uh, uh, for, for, that for that kids' concert we did a year ago. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Well, anyway, welcome back. Uh, lo lovely, lovely to hear you. Uh, you know, just, just with those tunes fresh in my mind, I um, want to talk about them for a minute, and then we'll go to some other places. I guess the first is uh, you happen to be playing this uh, Dvorak pia uh, piano quintet. Is there any cause and effect between the fact that you walked in here with five Dvorak waltzes <laughs> in your fingers? I think it's my way of introducing the public more to the music of Dvorak, especially the Spokane audiences, who have, you know, such a, a, a love for bohemian types of activities. You know, the microbreweries are abound, the, you know, everybody has very good taste. And, you know, the hipster of the 1800s, the, uh, Johannes Brahms, was uh, a huge uh, fan of Dvorak's, as you know. And um, he, he definitely helped Dvorak, you know, get, get some... Um, a lot of uh, you know clout for 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 his compositions, um, but his you know his eight waltzes. I I was looking through his music uh, a few days ago just to see what piece solo piano pieces he he composed, and I came across these waltzes, um, and I thought they were very well written. It's his music is so healthy. It's he's he has such a gift for creating such memorable melodies and. His love of the Bohemian countries really shows, and its people. I mean, have you ever been to um, Prague and been on the streets, and you see all these, uh, you know, street musicians on the zither and things like that? The next three waltzes will, will kind of highlight a, a lot of the, those qualities of this of street performances. But um, I just think that he has some of the most open-hearted music of the 19th century, and these beautiful waltzes are an example of his art as its most immediately appealing. You actually completely answered the question I was about to ask, and so I'm, I'm pleased that you did, because it had to do with, with the sense of context of whether one simply, um, the f kind of famous old question, do you just get the music and, and play the notes and figure it out from there, or do you get the greater sense of the culture and the civilization and the life and, and the, the language and, and, and all those things, and clearly you, you have both going for you. In my studies on Chopin and the mazurkas um, have, have really kind of enlightened how to approach these waltzes because these waltzes have a mazurka type of kind of um, of rhythm that has a lot of accents on the second beat and and uh, different beats and so um, and and the kind of the, the, the sharpness and the, the dance like qualities you can kind of visualize it's it's like a, a ball and and I think Dvorak really um, liked these pieces because he did transcribe two of them for a string quartet so. I think he, he, you know, there was there was quality in in some of that composition there. Um, but uh, pianistically, I would compare it to Chopin, uh, very much uh, more difficult. And just the, the it's not as pianistically uh, composed. Well, is anybody as pianistic as Chopin? <laughs> so, uh, and and that even answers a further question because from the big beginning of that waltz number one, I knew I'd heard it somewhere before, and yes, it does exist in that string version too. 
that we heard it. Wow, Archie Chen uh, getting us already really way inside Dvorak, and we'll, we'll rotate back to the piano quintet in a minute. But we do have to tell a story um, that some people know, most people don't know, and the amount of the story that you want to tell, but we, there's a little bit of, more than a little bit of real life that has happened to you in the last year. You were in, in Florida um, doing, some, um, doing, doing some work, I know, and you got a terrible surprise sometime this summer. Absolutely, yes. Um, there's no planning your way out of a pandemic, for sure, and we've refigured that out really the rough way. You know, life is unpredictable, and I now realize that the key isn't obsessing over the perfect plan or, or vision, but you craft it for your life, but it's, it's about being flexible. Um, and unfortunately, we're staring death in the face a bit too much this year. Throughout this whole pandemic, I've, I've heard many personal stories. Um, mine, um, despite being fully vaccinated in May, um, I was social distancing, keeping the kids at home for, from school for a year, masking, hand washing, all the everything, you know, and my whole family managed to contract the virus in, um, it was uh, July, mm -hmm. July this year, and everybody, you know, came out of it really, really well. I, I was the unlucky one. I had a very bad case of double pneumonia, um, and so, but you just don't know how it's going to affect you. Every, it affects everybody differently, I suppose. Um, perhaps my immune system was was a little bit down at the time more than other people um, other of my family but it really hit me like a ton of bricks because I had a really bad sore throat to start with with really uh, aches and pains every you know fever nausea loss of sense of smell and taste and everything and um, and it and it progressed while I was at home and it, on day seven I just couldn't breathe so I had to go to the ER and that's when I arrived they told me I was one day from being intubated and I had a 50% chance of survival um, at that stage and the, the chances of survival was not to get on the ventilator and that was my goal once I got in there is just to stay off the ventilator and um, thankfully I had a good team of doctors and nurses that helped me so much um, throughout this and um, it, it was yeah, it was really hard in, in the ER because nobody could come in and visit you. You were alone there for, for nine days. It was, it was, I mean, it could have been longer, but, but had I not followed the doctor's instructions on, you know, there's breathing exercises and things that I needed to work on. And just being in, in the ICU kind of um, made me think about breathing a lot more, especially, I mean, every breath you take, it's, it's a struggle. When it's a struggle, you kind of take for granted that, you know, you can breathe, and, and so I think everybody needs to be more aware of their breath in a way because it's, you take it such for granted. And as as musicians, I mean, it's so important to have breath, you know, and that's something that's that's coming in my teaching right now. It's, it's a theme where I want my students to take more time, and people are not taking time anymore because it's the rush and fuss of the digital age and everything goes by too quickly. So I, I, I guess coming out of there, I learned to breathe more, maybe, <laughs> in my music, um, and and uh, yeah, it, and music actually being invited to play this quintet brought me out of the depths of my despair. While I was just on the brink of on the edge, Mateusz, you know, texted me and with this amazing news um, of uh, inviting me to play this. 
and he said it was it was in November, and I was sitting there in, in the ICU saying, "Am I going to be able to do this by then?" Because, you know, when I came out of the ICU, I barely was able to walk. Well, yeah, you 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 came back to Spokane in a wheelchair, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. But you're back, and and you're um and you do have Dvorak to look forward to. So I assume even as you were convalescing over the last few months. Uh, You've probably been getting inside the piece, both at the pia at the keyboard and away from the keyboard. Have you? Yes. Yeah. yeah d d describe that. I, I was in bed for a, for a long time, so I didn't start practicing again until much recently. So mm. I mean, I the, these pieces I haven't had for less than a week already. The, mm. These motions. So I, I'm just back into playing again, and things kind of come to me quicker or something. It's 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 strange. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, that's the metaphor. You ri the riding the bike or whatever, but all this music wants to come into me now, and it's it's just like there's a bottleneck that's trying to get through. <laughs> well, isn't it nice all that the music wants to come into you? Yeah, and you're doing that. So the Dvorak piano. Well, you you you've done a fair number of piano quintets and piano quartets, haven't you? You seems like through since you were a kid, you've been playing with string players. Uh, yeah, I, I, I came across a program with a string quartet 20 years ago. I was playing a version of the Chopin Piano Concerto with them in 2001. So that yeah. was one of the, one of, one of the first times. Um, but yeah, I've, I've played with them, with them on several occasions. Spokane is just amazing because we, we have this uh, community of musicians that are just amazing. Um, you know, like it's just world-class string quartet in town. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable what the best acoustics in, in the Fox. It's the combination, I mean, you get, this is a very special combination of, of players. And um, I'm so lucky to be able to mm -hmm. be in this community. It's amazing. And so uh, so playing with a string quartet, well, you, you, well, you've done so much playing, collaborative playing in all kinds. Uh, you've, you've been trained for it, but then you've, you've, you've always wanted to. You've always kind of... That's been a big part of your music making to do things other than solos, hasn't it? Absolutely, and and you know when we when I was in high school and you set up the ensembles for for us and chamber music was mm -hmm. very much part of my youth here at mm -hmm. Spokane, and um, I can say that for for sure. I mean, it's it's a it's a very integral part of a pianist's uh, career to play with other instruments because it's such a solitary instrument to begin with, and to be able to interact and you know, listen to others and be flexible again, <laughs> flexible mm -hmm. and breathe. <laughs> and breathe, yeah. It's very important. So, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's been great to be back. Yeah. Dvorak wrote two quintets. Uh, this quintet number two, uh, talk about this piece and some of the special things about it. Yeah, well, it's a four-movement piece. Um, it has it has kind of a waltz in, on the third movement and a dumka in the second movement. Um, uh, uh, briefly describe the, the dumka for people, the, uh, the, the thought, the um, it's uh, it's it's kind of a meditative type of thing, and it has a contrasting section in the middle um, mm -hmm. that that's that's not as meditative, it's mm -hmm. more active uh, thing. But yeah, it's it's a it's a beautiful beautiful theme um, in, in, the, in the second movement. Yeah. yeah. And what about the roles you play of all the string of all the piano quintets you've played? Is it usually are you the quote accompanist? Uh, are are you the soloist? Are you what are what are your roles in and out of the music? Yeah, everybody has their has their solo moments. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to take turns, and it's it's 
<laughs> can't drown each other out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a certain balance you have to find. And playing chamber music on the piano is different, very much different than playing solo. You have to have um, very much texturized uh, thought process, I guess. I mean, it's not all one kind of uh, density. It has to be several types of density. It has to be have, have uh, like Swiss cheese, some, some of the sound has to have holes in it, and some of the sound has to be more solid. And, so and, and, and in order to blend properly with the string quartet, one has to be careful and listen very carefully mm -hmm. to, to how I voice everything. Yeah, talk a little bit more about voicing. Um, I think it's so crucial, but pianists don't talk about it much. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's something that I learned uh, a, a lot from my teachers. Um, you know, Pressler has this, this sparkly sound that kind of penetrates through the, the, the quartet or quintet, and that, that, that kind of sound is what I'm looking for a lot. It's almost like a Debussy kind of um, touch sometimes you need, you know, the crystalline um, sound that's not harsh, but it, it penetrates through. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I try to um, think about those kind of things. Um, and then the, 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 the voices that you bring out Usually, when you're practicing solo, and then when you put it together with a string quartet, it, it comes out very much different because the, when you put it all together, you find out that oh, this is doubled, so you don't actually have to play this note as loud. So maybe the other note that is in harmony, I could bring out more, and so on and so forth. So it, there's just so many variables, and it's so so enriching and so interesting. The rehearsals have been so fun, and we get along so well. So yeah, yeah, they're uh, as you say, a, a remarkable group of people and musicians with no dividing line in between those two defi definitions of them. Archie Chen with the Spokane String Quartet uh, doing the Dvorak Piano Quintet. Now, are you, these, um, these waltzes you're playing for us, are you playing some of them on the concert? Yes. Yeah. Okay, this is, this is just what, you, what you're providing for us. Wow, what a guy. Okay, <laughs> but we know that about you. Well, well thank you, Archie, for, for everything that, uh, that you've just illuminated so beautifully. So you have three more waltzes for us? Okay, we'll send Archie back to the piano. Uh, we just had it tuned yesterday. We knew we had the occasion that we that deserved what was uh, what we were going to experience today. So uh, we this is again that one waltz uh, group of um, Opus Fifty Four. And if you're an insider and in accounting, he's going to do number seven, number two, and number five. Archie Chen in our studio at the piano.
in our studio at our piano, Archie Chen, playing three more of these Dvorak waltzes, number seven, two, and five from the Opus 54 group. Archie Chen, who will be playing the Dvorak piano quintet with the Spokane String Quartet this Sunday at three o'clock at the Fox, and tickets are available at foxtheaterspokane.com or spokanestringquartet.org. <laughs> 